Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 364. It's Friday here in Cincinnati. It's cold. The sun is shining. Most of the leaves have fallen off the trees, but it's really chilly. It was, I think, 60 degrees yesterday when I went for my run in the morning, and today it was 38. It was really chilly. So winter's on its way. Yeah, we are in new moon energy. Today we have a new moon in Libra this afternoon. And as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I love new moons. I feel like the the slate is cleaned <laughs> and we get to set intentions and, and try again, start over, <laughs> see where we did not meet our own expectations from the last month and begin a new month. We are also in this Libra energy, which if you are not familiar with the astrological zodiac definitions of life, I will read something to you in a moment about Libra. But it's so much about balance and inner peace, inner harmony, our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with others, the, um, just the balance, finding the balance. And at this time on our planet, we so need new moon in Libra energy, fresh starts, <laughs> fresh beginnings, wiping the slate clean and, and trying again. It's also magical this month because we started with a full moon at the beginning of the month and we're going to wrap October, I I believe on the 31st of October, which here in the United States is when Halloween is uh, celebrated, honored, recognized, (laughs) commercialized (laughs) when Halloween happens. We're going to have a full moon this year also. And so to have this beautiful new moon in Libra in the middle of the month, right before we move into election season in November, it feels ultra important, really significant. And, and I've felt that all week. I've talked about this new moon more than I have many others this year. Maybe the new moon in Aquarius at the beginning of the year. I talked quite a lot about that because I'm an Aquarius and I really thought that was a powerful way to begin 2020. And it was. (laughs) And now here we are needing some balance. So October, middle of the month, take a breath. right, take a breath, release a breath. So let me begin by reading to you this beautiful poem. It's from a book by Daniel Dobie called I Am Her Tribe. I I Am Her Tribe, yes. And I've read a couple of these before, I think for the signs that I am. But this one, it's so relevant for the energy that's possible for all of us today, this weekend, really this whole month, because we're also in the sun sign of Libra. But here are the words, so go ahead and feel into this with me. By Daniel Dobie, I am her, Libra. Guided by the element air, she is both the push and the pull. 
a fluid dance between dark and light, her effort and ease. Soft but not delicate, she is a peacekeeper, though unafraid to declare her truth for what she believes in. A polished vase, vintage wine, the pages of her favorite book. She is a loving gaze, the pause between dusk and day, where the past lets go and steps into tomorrow. Her power lives in her ability to love and be loved in return. Her heart is ready and willing, able to give freely and open to receiving. She dreams of a love that will meet her halfway on the bridge, a union that is honest and equal, expansive, still grounded, passionate but gentle. She views life through the lens of harmony and balance. Her spirit is something we all carry inside of ourselves. The desire to let our hearts fall, yet still fly. I am her by Daniel Dovey. Isn't that beautiful? You can just feel the the richness, the depth, the beauty of this Libra energy. I have several Libras in my life and oh like they're just so so steady and so true and such high integrity, such clarity. Libra energy is really it's just amazing. So, new moon in Libra. Let's let's explore this a little bit at this time. I <laughs> I spent a lot of time over the last few podcasts talking about balance, balance within our bodies, balance within our structural systems here in the United States, in our government, the balance of being present for what is happening right now and also feeling into the tomorrow of the age of Aquarius. There, There's so many... Um, shifts happening simultaneously within all of us and around all of us that it can be very easy to just feel like we're either in a washing machine that's spinning constantly or a whirlpool that's pulling us downward into some unknown spiral or a seesaw that's going back and forth when when there is such a momentum being created in the collective that is propelling us towards change into change through change finding steadiness inside can be challenging and even if we achieve it if that's the right word or even if we feel that steadiness for a moment or two it can feel like i guess the best example would be in the wave pools at the amusement parks when we used to go to those remember (laughs) you would have I don't know, 500 people, 1,000 people, 2,000 people, depending on the size of it, standing in one big wave pool waiting for the wave machine to turn on. (laughs) It was really easy to stand in the wave pool when it was, there was no movement. You could just stand and talk and look at all the other people and wonder if anyone's actually peeing in the water. (laughs) What would happen? (laughs) There's a great scene. I'm digressing, but it's so funny. There's a great scene in a movie with Adam Sandler. I can't remember the name of it now. Hysterical cast of people. But they go with their kids to a water park. (laughs) And one of them 
pees in the pool and there's a chemical that turns the water blue <laughs> and they're standing or laying in the water going I'm not doing anything and there's this growing pile of blue ink that's going around them <laughs> such a great scene completely unrelated to Libra equilibrium but <laughs> uh, see how easily it is to get pulled off of your focus it all it's all connected don't worry we'll come back to some clarity in a moment <laughs> At the wave pull, when we're standing without the machine going, it's very easy to have your balance and look around at everybody else and feel very confident. When the wave machine starts, depending where you are in that pool, if you've not had this experience before, if you're up near the entrance, they usually have that zero, what is it called, zero grade, zero grade entrance, or there's a name for it, I can't remember, but you you enter at an angle where you're very aware that you're getting into deeper and deeper water and you go from your ankle to your calf to your thigh to your waist and then eventually over your head. And so if you stand at the entrance, you're just going to feel a little bit of water kind of lapping at your ankles. The deeper you go, the more that momentum of the water really can can move you. It can it can knock your feet off from underneath you, out from underneath you. So you can be fine standing steady and then the wave comes towards you and if you're not prepared and holding your balance, it'll just pick you up and then suddenly you're underwater. This is very much like standing in the ocean and yet not everybody has had the beauty of that experience and so perhaps a wave pool is a little more accessible for those who are listening to this if you have not been blessed enough to stand in the ocean. When the wave pool specifically is sending those waves out, I believe they design it to have some cross currents. So there are places you can stand and usually the really brave teenagers or the brave teenagers and their parents get dragged over (laughs) to those places where the cross currents are. And so you'll have one wave come one direction and almost immediately another wave come from the other direction. And it's really challenging, super challenging in that place to stand and hold yourself above the water level, you know, your face above water. And even if you have your balance in one second, you can be sideswiped very quickly from the other direction. It's a why. Why do people do this? <laughs> As I'm describing this to you, I'm wondering myself, like, why do we do that? <laughs> why do we pay lots of money to go stand in a big pile of water that someone's probably peeing in <laughs> and then get knocked off and pulled underneath the water and maybe even swallow some of that water? I mean, what were we thinking? <laughs> and yet it's, it's about the adventure. It's about the laughter the laughter at the silliness of it, that we, that we do these things, that we pay money and go have these experiences that bring us into a state of chaos and confusion. And maybe we swallow a lot of water and start choking and get scared for a moment. Or worse, as a parent, we lose our child, we lose view of them for a moment and think maybe they've gone under the water and drowned. And then there's this whole panic attack thing that happens to overzealous parents such as myself when my children were younger. (laughs) I'm totally outing myself. I was not so chill, (laughs) not nearly so chill when I was a younger mother. Oh, I was, I was in a lot of fear all the time. (laughs) I'm glad I've outgrown most of that. But when we're in those experiences and, and we've exchanged for them and we've agreed to them, we've given ourselves permission and we've walked ourselves 
into the wave pool to stand in that moment and then all of that other stuff starts to happen it's it's sometimes disorienting and we lose track of why we even chose to have the experience in the first place expand that image out to this human journey it's exactly the same it's exactly the same when we agree to come be souls in human bodies we pay admission we say sure (laughs) sure oh courageous beautiful soul I'll take that little body over there. That's a cute little baby. I'll be that one who's going to grow up to be whatever size and nationality and personality and blah, blah, blah. I'll pick all that. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> and, and we pay the admission. We come in. We come in. I believe the admission price is to forget. To forget that we agreed to come do this thing. <laughs> I guess that is kind of like the admission to a water park. You pay the money and then you maybe forget about it unless you really are worried about money all the time like many of us. <laughs> Everything you spend, you're like, why did I spend that? What was that for? <laughs> when you're in the water park, hopefully you've forgotten that you spent the money and you're enjoying it until that moment arrives where it all sort of comes up in your awareness, your face, like, whoa, what did I do? I think many, many humans right now on this planet at this time are going, what did I say yes to? What is this? Why, why did I agree to come do this human thing? It's really difficult. It's really challenging. I can't feel the ground underneath me energetically. The water is just, the waves are coming in so fast and so powerfully from all these different directions and I can't find my equilibrium. I cannot find my balance. It's a very real, intense, isolating experience for so many humans on our planet at this time. And acknowledging that in this space feels very important to do yes there's good and fun and excitement and joy and there is also quite a lot of suffering and uh, real pain I touched on it last week you know how so many people around me are are struggling with pain physical pain emotional pain spiritual pain who are they why are they here and so this this vibration I am emitting in this podcast to you, this message I'm sending out in this new moon of Libra, is it's okay. It's okay. Back up a little bit. We have these planets going retrograde right now. Back up a little bit. If you're in the deep end of the wave pool and you're in that hot spot where everything's coming at you in all different directions, back up. Take a pause. Put yourself into some quiet space. For me, you know what mine was this week? I was laughing with my daughter about it. I went into this mercury, crazy cool space where I had to organize all of the digital pictures I've taken since 2008. Why 2008? Because that's as far back as I could find. 
So I literally went into this vortex of thumb drives and storage devices and places on my laptop where I kept things. And I just started organizing and I put everything into a nice, uh, for me, I'm very boxy. I like my things in places where I can find them. <laughs> so I have little folders for every year and folders within the folders that talk about some of the highlighted events. <laughs> I put everything in order. It feels so good. It feels so good. Some people, usually this is me, clean their house. You want to back up a little bit in the water? Go back to just being in your space and making your space feel better. Find some balance in the outside crazy by tuning into your inside balance. If your home feels peaceful and clean and organized and you know where to find what you need when you need it, that peacefulness, it, it carries you through a really stressful day because there's a steadiness to that. There's a, a stability of I know it's predictable. This home, this environment, it's predictable. There's no surprises here. When I need something, it's right where I put it. When I want to make something, I have all the ingredients I need to make it. Stock your pantry. Make a menu. <laughs> this is such a small thing, but Libra, new moon and Libra balance to find peacefulness, to find inner harmony. Maybe you start this next week. You go shopping over this weekend with a very clear grocery list and you have a menu for next week, for this weekend, and you make your meals and you know they're going to be nourishing and you have a plan <laughs> and you flow with your plan all week and it carries you through this, this next phase we're moving through as a humanity. We're going towards a full moon in Scorpio. Shit's going to come up, people. And, and it's okay, but it might get a little more intense. The waters might get a little more choppy. So what do you do? You back up. Create stability and steadiness in your home environment. Maybe you look at your, your time, your schedule. What are you doing with your time? How do you weed out some of the things that make your life more turbulent? If you've said yes to too many things in the next couple weeks, start saying no. Pull back your energy. It's okay to say, I thought I could do that, and guess what? I've realized I'm not actually ready for that, or I don't have the capacity for that right now. The world is a little tumultuous, and what I'm doing is backing up and backing up. It makes that noise like the trucks, right? Like the er, 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 <laughs> when you hear a car or truck backing up. <laughs> Uh, sound effects. I need like a little button I pushed, <laughs> you know, sound effects of truck backing up when <laughs> I push that button. <laughs> but you can do that. You can do that in your life at any time. You can say, I thought I was ready for that deep water, turbulent, sp hot spot in the wave pool. And guess what? I think I overestimated. I'm going to pull it back a little bit and I'm going to sit in the shallow end. <laughs> I used to do this all the time as my kids got older. I'm like, have a good time. Go into the crazy, crazy over there. I'm going to sit here in the sunshine at the shallow end with the waves just lapping at my feet. And I'm just going to watch all the activity of this wave pool and marvel at humanity. That is what I'm going to do while you guys are trying to keep your balance down there in the deep end. <laughs> 
And it was probably more fun for them because I wasn't being this overzealous mother (laughs) telling them to be more careful. (laughs) So it might actually serve those people in your life who you were going to bring your intense energy into their space or their event or their activity or whatever you've committed to doing that you don't really want to be doing. It might actually serve them for you to not be there in that space doing that intense thing you might be doing. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) I'm trying to think of an example as I say that. What would a good example be? Maybe this is, this is an old fashioned example because I don't really know about going to the gyms and how many people do that. But you know, when you're at the gym and you can tell someone around you really doesn't want to be there, not interested, they're barely moving their legs. It's not that they're not capable of doing it. They just have this whole feeling around them of like, I, I'm here because I've got to be here. I don't want to be here. And so you don't really want to run next to them or you don't really want to do weights next to them. You kind of want to be in your own space because you can feel the energy coming off of them that they don't really want to be there and do that thing. Take that example and do whatever feels relevant to you. But maybe... Maybe if you're overwhelmed or overcommitted and your energy feels exhausted, taking that energy into group spaces or activities you've committed to, it's, it's not going to feel good to you and it won't feel good to the others around you. And so where you think you're doing good for somebody else, maybe, maybe it's more important for you to do good for you right now. And to back up a little bit, and to sit in your quiet space and, and just feel like what's happening inside of you. What's, what's going on at this time? How do you feel about where you are in your journey? Do you need a nap? I think I talked about this last week, right? Do you need a nap? Do you need to take a walk in nature? There's a reason these messages keep coming up and moving through me to be shared with you. Slow it down. Slow it down and be in your human experience. Be in your life that you've created and look at it, feel it. Is there something you want to change? If so, spend that time you would have spent running errands or doing yard work or taking care of all the other people you've committed to. Spend that time inside of you, feeling into what's happening. Breathing a little more deeply. The new moon is a powerful time to set intentions, to be really clear about how you want to move through the next two weeks, the next lunar cycle until the full moon, or all the way through until the new moon in November. It's a powerful time to claim to the universe, if that's what you believe in, to God, to source, to the collective humanity or the collective consciousness. It's a powerful time to say, I am that soul that chose to come here and be in this human journey. And no matter what I've done in the past, no matter what I think I'm going to do in the future, right here in this moment, what I choose is peacefulness or harmony or that beautiful space between the push and the pull. What was it she said? Between effort and ease. There's this 
sweetness when when you can just be be still be present feel feel this humanness <laughs> sit back like i used to do at the wave pools when we went <laughs> our place here in cincinnati is called king's island and oh man when they opened the water park area of that amusement park oh happy days <laughs> Because I'd been doing all those stupid roller coaster rides that I can't stand because they make me feel nauseous. <laughs> when they opened the wave pool, I'm like, yes, now we're talking. Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> I totally digressed, I forgot I was saying now, I just got all caught up on the excitement <laughs> when they opened up <laughs> the water park. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's. It's a difficult, challenging, and also incredibly beautiful time to be alive. And when, when we are moving really fast, we sometimes miss the beauty of just being here. That's what I was saying. It's like when I would sit at the wave pool and just watch humanity. And let me tell you, interesting mixes of people go to amusement parks and have their own ways of engaging in the wave pool (laughs) there's the couple that you know the teenage couple that isn't allowed to make out anywhere else so they stand right in the center (laughs) of everything (laughs) completely making out and groping each other because the parents aren't around (laughs) and the little kids who jump all over and splash and chase and have more energy than you can imagine and the older couples who hold hands, oh, like, there's just such a, such a mix of lifestyles and choices and co-creations, and it's all just playing out in the wave pool. It's the same for us when we are here as souls in human bodies. There's this whole humanity that's playing out, and when we're in the intensity of it and we're struggling just to keep our face above water and everyone else is bumping into us. That's the scary part. When you're in those hot spots where the wave currents are coming together and then someone else gets caught in that hot spot and they bump into you and so now you've also got a physical body hitting you along with the water, then it's really intense and chaotic. And that happens to us here. We we feel the intensity of our own journey and then someone else's intense journey bumps into ours and then we have this explosion of intensity (laughs) and then you do the whole collective bumping into each other (sighs) back it up back it up move yourself over to the shallow end sit back and observe what is happening what What you'll find, perhaps, this is an invitation for you because this is my own work I keep doing. When when we're sitting back and we're observing humanity, I believe our judgments come up immediately. You know, there's my judgment of that person should not be wearing a bikini. (laughs) Or... uh, that person has been in the sun a lot and I really hope that they're staying healthy or that one has a tan line from the sunburn they got today. I wish they would put their hat on and protect themselves. Whatever our judgments are, when you're sitting back observing, the judgment comes right up. 
And so you can, you can be aware of it. And that's a powerful experience. When, when you're aware of a judgment that comes up, we can do this so easily right now with politics. <laughs> or the best, the best, this is the perfect example. When you're watching Naked and Afraid, <laughs> my husband and I, we are so judgmental. Or maybe The Bachelorette. We're so judgmental. All you can do is evaluate from your couch (laughs) what's happening on the television screen. And it's fascinating to see the things that come out of your mouth or come into your mind. The things that I judge, I'm sometimes really surprised that that's what I'm judging. And if we can, and I'm saying this to myself as much as into this podcast space, if we can be aware of how our mind is bringing that judgment forward, it can be very enlightening. <laughs> and then perhaps if we can turn that judgment <laughs> and look at how maybe we have that in ourselves, <laughs> that would be enlightening, wouldn't it? And then perhaps do some work on that. <sighs> yeah, that's the... That's the gift of the human experience. It's when we find ways to continuously turn the mirror inward and look at within ourselves, how are we also that? How are we also participating in that? How are we part of co-creating that? And if we're judging it, we must not really like it. So or agree with it. So can we do something within ourselves that brings us back into greater alignment? It's a really big proposition that I'm sending out to myself and to all of us. Can can we continuously turn the mirror and look within to see if we can be better ourselves instead of judging those outside of us and expecting them to be better. This is Libra energy at its finest. Can we find that equilibrium within, that harmony within, that appreciation of beauty and amazingness within And I believe that happens more easily when there's some stillness in our days, when there's a little bit of quiet around us. Perfect example, I had Jade, our little kitten, playing with me while I was meditating before making this podcast. And she's so high energy at this time of the morning. She just wants to jump and run and and she's been in the crate sleeping for 10 hours or <laughs> however much she sleeps. And the rest of the time she's in there because maybe not 10, probably eight hours. And so when she comes out, she's like, let's go, let's go. And I was sitting here meditating and she kept jumping and scratching because she's also biting right now, trying to teeth. And she was just all over the place. <laughs> and I, I would love to have her sit on my lap for the podcast but we're not quite there yet and and so I made the decision I need to put her into her bedroom her space where she plays and 
runs around. She's got two big, three big rooms that she moves through, but I can sort of keep her in that space and she's not right here jumping all over me. And so we create a little distance, back it up a little bit so that I can be fully present in what I'm feeling and the energy that's moving through me that I'm transcribing, translating for you, for myself. So I can be fully present with it. Sometimes we have to create a cocoon or a quiet zone in order to be with what is ready to be looked at. So that's the invitation maybe for your soul. <laughs> From my soul to your soul. We, we are going to let me rephrase that. Life is going to invite us into deeper and deeper waters as the collective shift into this age of Aquarius continues. We are going to be challenged more and more in how we can come together. And our way through that is by being really steady and balanced within, being very clear within ourselves of what we know, how we want to exist in this human journey. It's like I said last week, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's already happening. There's really no way around it or out of it. And so maybe backing up is is going to give you the pause where you really tap into your way of feeling centered, your way of coming back to steadiness over and over again. For me, it's meditation, visualization. Your way may be totally different. But if you haven't already figured out that way, this message is an invitation to start, to create time, to tap into this new moon in Libra equilibrium and then to structure or stabilize your home, your schedule, your flow through life so that you can maintain that equilibrium. Because it's going to get good. <laughs> it's going to get gooder and gooder, better and better. <laughs> I... As much as I talk about the deep waters and the challenges that are coming as we wrap up this year and move into next year, just a little further ahead of that into 2021, I just feel it. I feel, it's what I shared last week in the New Age of Aquarius uh, energy that I was tapping into the last few minutes of the podcast where I describe where we're going and the joy of that. I listened to it again. I'm like, oh, my voice was just bubbling with the joy of what that experience is going to be. To get to that, we need to back up and get our steadiness so that we're ready to receive that much joy. We're ready to be in that level of awesomeness. <laughs> Bliss, that's the word. <laughs> that we're ready for that much bliss. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I am going to flow into making my new moon 
um, zen, and my computer just went doo doo doo. <laughs> Soundtracks—they're so fun. <laughs> I'm going to make my new moon zen tarot card reading video next. So, if you have not watched those, you might enjoy whatever the message is that's going to follow this one. But it'll be in video and with tarot cards, which is always so much fun. And then after that, I will be creating the new moon meditation, which I put to music. It's about 30 minutes, usually. I'll be doing that this afternoon. So if you are looking for guidance of how to go inward or how to tap into this Libra energy in a more powerful way, I encourage you to look that up on my website. And um, it's under astrology, astrology and tarot. Yes, under offerings. And so you can exchange for that. It's $11 for the meditation. It's so good. It's only getting better. It's only getting better. So back up if you're in the turbulent waters right now and take a pause with me. I send you off into your weekend with huge, huge love. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.